Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Uncommon Sense. Okay, so we are going to be talking about Steven Crowder today. I really did not want to have to do an episode about this, but I'm going to do an episode on this because I think that it's important to not to talk about just what is going on with Steven Crowder and his little mini feud with the Daily Wire that seems to go on and on and on. I think the bigger issue with this whole thing is that the right just is in this weird little habit of attacking everybody else in the conservative movement and that is not helpful for us. I understand when you see somebody and they do something wrong and they're claiming to be a certain way and then, you know, they're claiming to be on a certain side of the political aisle and they're claiming to have all of these values and then they don't and you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to call that out. You do need to call that out. But I think there's just this bigger issue and for the record, I do not think that it was okay at all what Steven Crowder was like to his eight-month pregnancy pregnant wife with their twin babies. So I don't, I don't condone or think that anything that has come out about Steven Crowder is really okay. But I do think that there's a bigger issue than just what Steven Crowder has done and how he has personally chosen to treat his family, which is the conservative movement absolutely just dis- destroying each other. Like we are literally destroying each other and it is hurting the message and it is hurting the movement. And I am not saying, oh, I wish none of this had come out and that Stephen was just abusing his wife and privacy and nobody ever knew. And, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not saying that, but I am saying that there are personal issues that need to be handled privately and that the conservative movement, everybody does not have to come and pile on Stephen Crowder because of his divorce, which obviously divorces are ugly. They're hideous. They're nasty things. They're not fun. They're definitely zero out of 10 not recommended. And I would even know what that's like. I've never been divorced. I have parents that have been married for decades. So I don't really know personally like what divorce looks like, but I have seen it affect my friends. I have seen it affect my uh, affect my colleagues. I have seen it affect people in my life. And I know that it's very negative. I know that it's a horrendous thing. So I'm, I'm not saying that, you know, everybody needs to not know what's going on in public figures' lives, but you don't have a right to know everything. And I think the weirdest thing about this really is just how ready and willing people are on the right to attack each other. I We have convictions on the right. I've talked about this before. We feel things very deeply. We have a very strong sense of right and wrong. And when bad things happen, we get really upset. And we, and we really, really care about justice and making sure that everything is just so. And I'm like that too. I'm not going to say that I'm not like that. I have gone after Tommy Loren, who couldn't defend why you know she was pro-choice at a TPUSA rally. I have gone after Kim Klasik. You know, we all remember the stuff with the Kim Klasik stuff. I have gone after people on the right too. I have gone after people that I thought were, you know, not the most genuine of people. Um, but at the end of the day, like we really need to remember that we are on the same side of everything and you don't have to absolutely destroy somebody when you have a problem with something uh, that they're doing or how they're handling a certain situation. You can more calmly, you know, come out and, um, you know, point out their flaws. I mean, none of us are perfect. I'm certainly not perfect. 
perfect. I'm definitely not perfect. And I know that you guys aren't either. So you can come out and just, you know, more lovingly and privately, like talk to people about the issues that you have. The thing with the Steven Crowder stuff and why I am, you know, agreeing more with Candace this go around. I disagreed with Candace a lot with the whole Daily Wire thing. I thought that Steven Crowder had every right to step away from a contract and he did and he chose to do that. But this go around is just different. Like, I feel like something, you know, really is happening with Steven Crowder. I thought he had a good point. Look, I defended Steven Crowder. There's an episode y'all can go listen to about the last time he had some beef with the Daily Wire, all of that drama, um, which was not that long ago. Y'all don't have to go too far back in the backlog of episodes to find that episode. But basically, I I mean, I've seen sort of what Steven's talking about uh, in terms of what kind of goes on behind the scenes in the media department on the right and how a lot of these companies um, and organizations and people, influencer people can really, you know, let uh, the algorithm, you know, get to them and they will change the messaging to suit the algorithms or in order to, you know, just make more money, whatever they need to do. They will silence people. They will say, if you get banned, uh, you know, we can't have that. So you need to tone it down. I did. I did think that Steven Crowder had a, a point with that, like a fair, you know, solid point that wasn't just pulled out of thin air. But I do think that, you know, he's just going through a lot of personal stuff and he's not, you know, okay mentally right now. Like, I'm just going to say that I don't think Steven Crowder is doing too hot mentally in the mental department right now. I don't think he is. I don't think anybody would be if they were going through a divorce. Divorce is the worst. It's the worst. Nobody wants to do that. So obviously he's not doing too hot. He's not doing too hot. And I just, I, I agree with Candace in, you know, the things that she has said about Steven Crowder concerning all of this drama. I just think she's above even having this sort of drama. Like the, our country is crashing all around us. We are all dying under the weight of communism right now. Like we literally have bigger issues happening in the country than Steven Crowder's freaking divorce or his mini bitty baby battles with the Daily Wire. We just have bigger things going on right now that we really need to stay focused on. We don't need to take our eye off the ball, which is what Elon Musk said he did whenever he was talking on the Tucker interview before Tucker, um, you know, was fired from Fox News. But he did an interview with Tucker Carlson where he was basically saying, you know, I helped with this AI company and I took my eye off the ball and now Bill Gates is in charge of it. So that's great. That's fun. I've been getting in fights with AI recently, by the way. There's AI on Snapchat. There's AI everywhere, it seems like. And I love fighting with the AI. I don't know if that's healthy or normal, but I think it's interesting. And so I've been doing it. I've been asking it a bunch of weird questions, but we'll do a whole episode on that and the answers that it was giving me. AI is terrifying. But my point is that we can't take our eye off of the ball, off of, you know, we can't take our eye off of the country. We can't just, you know, and the, and the left loves this. The left is like, oh, well, they're fighting again. Would you look at that? Like, we can't just fight with each other over these stupid things all the time. We, we can't devote airtime to all of these stupid things when there's all this other stuff happening in the country right now. People are being maimed, the whole trans thing, which I think is another diversion, honestly. I mean, we can't take our eye off of the main ball, which is election integrity. We need to have free and fair elections in this country, and we didn't in the 2020 presidential election. We probably won't in the 2024 election unless we keep our freaking eye on the ball. So I have a big problem with, you know, just taking any amount of time to devote to these types of things. I do think that it is very hypocritical for somebody like Stephen Crowder, who is always talking about 
family values and the importance of, you know, treating your wife well and, and leading and, and walking, you know, and to be like a Christ-like figure. I do understand that, you know, that is hypocritical and you don't, and you don't want that, but also everybody is flawed. So I, I mean, I have come after Steven Crowder when the video came out and I'm going to play that on this episode too, saying, you know, this is just not how you lead your wife, bro. Like, this is just not how you do it. And especially if you're going to claim to like, there are, there are bad people in the world. Okay. We know that you can be a bad person, whatever, you know, hopefully you choose not to, but especially I feel like when you stick your neck out as this conservative influencer person who claims to have all of these values and you care about morals and everything, then you have a, you're just, you're set to a higher standard than everybody else. And you really need to take that seriously because everybody is depending on you. All of your listeners are depending on you. All of your followers are depending on you. It's not a responsibility that you should take lightly. And if you do take it lightly, then just don't even step into the ring. Go be a bad person somewhere else where you're not trying to make people follow you for being this upstanding person who cares about morality and virtue and all of that. So I do have a problem with the hypocrisy. I also think that people are entitled to their private uh, personal matters. The other thing with Steven Crowder is he elected to make this a public issue. And so now everybody's talking about it. But the I want everybody to understand that I'm not going to spend this entire episode talking just about, oh, Stephen Crowder's divorce and what Candace Owens said and what everybody else has said and, and like, but Stephen is terrible. It's not going to be an episode like that. My bigger issue is that we have to stop attacking everybody. You can, you can point out flaws, but we have got to stop absolutely canceling each other when something pops up about something that any of us have done. We can't do that. Expecting perfection from any of us is going to be a really hard thing to get. I mean, we're not going to be able to give you that, but we do have a bigger problem in the conservative movement of, um, and we, and we claim to be against cancel culture, which is the other thing. We're always like, Oh, you can't just, you can't just cancel people. That's so sensitive and crazy and no censorship. But then we have people like Candace Owens saying Stephen Crowder is a monster and cancel him. And she didn't say cancel him. She did call him a monster. We just can't cancel each other for fouling up. I think that Stephen, you know, has some things going on upstairs. I think he needs help. I don't think that that means that you, you should cancel the guy. So I want everybody to understand that even though I have been very critical on the internet about how Stephen Crowder has chosen to treat his wife uh you know and we have the video proving that which again i don't really think we should even have the video like i feel like the video should have been a kept private and kept you know for the court i don't think it should have been something where it just feels so much these days like everything is like you got the court of public opinion and we're gonna put everything out there and see if everybody hates you like i do and i just don't think that that is proper i think it is actually very um it's trashy in a way like it's just it's just you know and what was her reasoning for putting the video I like just handle private matters privately maybe I mean maybe consider handling private matters privately like we don't have time Stephen we don't have time in this country right now to focus on your divorce I am praying for Stephen I am praying for his family I am praying that you know God would have him learn how to treat his family better but I am not going to devote too much time to this because again there are bigger things happening in the country right now 
And I am much too busy for this, but a lot of people, I guess, are just not. So anyway, very long intro again, but I'm going to be talking about the Steven Crowder situation and why it is not really about the Steven Crowder situation. We have a bigger problem where people are focusing too much on things like the Steven Crowder situation while our country is crashing all around us. Before we get into everything, I just want to remind you guys about the ESV Student Study Bible. I've told you guys before that the ESV is my personal favorite translation of the Bible. It's easy to read. It's also very accurately translated, and I think both of those things are very important. I like the King James Version. Everybody that listens to my podcast, there's a lot of people that are like, King James, King James only, and I respect it. I just, I can't always thou shalt if doth. I just can't do that every single day. And because I read my Bible every single day, I like to be able to read it, um, you know, clearly. I like I like when I can understand things clearly. So the ESV Student Study Bible is a really good one for new Bible readers. I also really like the ESV MacArthur Study Bible for more advanced Bible readers. But if you're just breaking into this whole Bible thing, then I recommend the ESV Student Study Bible, which is adapted from the ESV Study Bible and is ideally suited for students who are are serious about God's word, who want to learn more about what the Bible teaches and how the Bible applies to all of life. Um, it has 12,000 clear, concise study notes. It um, has 900, nearly 900, excuse me, did you know facts, 120 Bible character profiles and 10 topical articles. It also features a glossary of key terms, more than 80 maps and illustrations, an extensive concordance with 80,000 cross-references, which is my favorite part because the Bible, the coolest thing about the Bible is all of the cross references and how, you know, the Bible is constantly fact checking itself in a way. Um, You know, we have our fact checkers these days that are liars, but the Bible is a truth teller and it fact checks itself all the time. Everything checks out in the Bible. So the 80,000 cross references are really cool to me. So there's just a lot of cool stuff in this ESV student study Bible. I definitely recommend that you check it out. I will have a link below for you guys to easily access that. Okay, so here we go. We are talking about Stephen Crowder's divorce, um, which again is just a stupid thing to have to discuss while our country is literally drowning all around us. It's like we're the Titanic and we're sinking, but we're really, we're really listening to that band and we're really entertained by it. And maybe they're going to slip up and play a wrong chord. And we're really going to focus on that while the Titanic is sinking, but we're just going to ignore that because wow, did you see that the band played a wrong chord in a song and it didn't sound lovely. It didn't sound very lovely to me. Um, That is what it feels like to me when we're focusing on things like the Steven Crowder divorce issue, which is just, it's just a personal issue. It's just a private matter. It should be, it should have never been made public. But I do think that Steven Crowder is panicking a little bit. I think that when he turned down this contract from the Daily Wire, $50 million over a few years, he just, I just feel like he's just trying to get clicks. Honestly, like I feel like Steven Crowder is just like, he's turned down a pretty good contract. He is, you know, he decided to go at it alone. And I feel like he is in a state of sort of panic. And that's just all I can get from this. I feel like he needs clicks. He 
needs views on all of his stuff. And so he is resorting to being kind of just really tacky about it. Um, I said trashy earlier. I think tacky is the word that I meant. It's, it's tacky to make your private matters public. I just, I really feel very strongly that making your private matters public is so tacky, especially as an influencer, especially in the conservative realm where, you know, we're really, we, we want people to work on things and to get better. We're supposed to believe in forgiveness because Jesus died to forgive all of us. Like we are supposed to be better than stuff like this. And there are, again, it's just so many other things that we should be focusing on. Um, just so many other things like the banks are crashing, but we're focusing on Stephen Crowder's divorce. Like that is just, you know, I don't know priorities. Should we have those? Should we get back to having those someday? I think so. I think that'd be a good idea. So, you know, Stephen, I think was in a state of panic. I think he's been trying to think of anything that he can to get clicks and views. I think that he thought, okay, maybe this personal family drama, it will be that for me. I also think that it's a little ironic, but in his little video that he put out where he had this little tiny compilation of uh, statements that Candace Owens had made in his video, which were clearly not her trying to extort him in any way. It was just Candace having her opinions as per usual. Candace always has opinions, very good opinions. Most of the time, I can't really think of anything policy-wise or, you know, opinions on things that are happening at the, on the culture at large that I disagree with her on. Um, and these were just clips of her having her opinions that he popped into his video talking about his divorce. And and it was just really weird because he was like, oh, well, can he was basically insinuating that Candace was trying to extort uh, from him and that the Daily Wire was also trying to extort, um, which is so weird because it seems like that's exactly what he was trying to do to them. Like, why are you pulling in your ex-colleagues into the drama of your divorce video and, and then putting videos of Candace having opinions like she always does and then saying that she's trying to steal money from you? Like, my sir, you left the Daily Wire. You chose to do that. And why are you like, it's, it's, it's just, it's giving that he he is trying to ride on this daily wire drama until he has milked every penny out of it that he can. And so I don't know why he brought Candace into the whole situation. Um, so even though I think, you know, Candace even addressing this whole situation is beneath her, I also think she's trying to defend herself. Like he pulled her into the conversation. And so Candace Owen said, okay, I guess I have to address this. And so she put out her own videos talking about Stephen's divorce. He inserted her into this conversation conversation and so and he attacked her and so Candace Owens felt the need to defend herself which I probably would have done the exact same thing I'm not going to judge Candace for doing that I do think that the Steven Crowder divorce is just beneath her radar of what she should even be focusing on because it's just irrelevant in the grand scheme of things but she you know she was pulled into the conversation and so she made videos you know talking about how Steven is I think she called him Looney Tunes so she yeah she did she called him Looney Tunes. And I agree with Candace on this. I think that Steven is personally going through a lot. It's affecting him mentally. It is affecting him spiritually. It is affecting him in every way. And it's pretty clear. And he has decided he has taken it upon himself to take it all public. And now this is just where we are. So I, I mean, I still feel very strongly that, you know, we shouldn't actually just go full force, especially if somebody is going through a rough time and they're going through a divorce and like, you know, they 
they i mean that was his decision to leave the daily wire but that's a pretty big adjustment to change you know your whole environment for working i feel like we should have more compassion and i know a lot of people are gonna be like jenny no no compassion for steven but i do think we should have more compassion for somebody going through a rough time um sue me i think that we should have more compassion for people going through a rough time so all of that said i i mean i think that i think that you know a lot of things can be true at the same time i think that steven is obviously going through a big big personal and professional adjustment period i think that uh conservatives shouldn't be so quick to cancel each other especially if we claim yeah we don't do that over here well we're we've been doing that over here and it's just when you're in this whole sphere of the conservative movement it is so sad to see what other conservative influencers will do to each other i mean people that they used to be really close with too when candace was hitting back on her video you know about the whole steven crowder thing she flashed back to a daily wire prayer session for steven how do you go from a prayer session for steven to canceling him forever like i mean I don't condone anything that he was saying in this video and I'm about to play it so that you guys can listen, but I can't, I mean, I just, I think that also if you're going through a divorce, there's just going to be messy moments and maybe they're recorded sometimes on, I don't know why this was recorded actually. I don't even know why this was, you know, a video thing that was a video that the world could ever see. Um, but you know, there's going to be messy moments in a divorce. I'm not, I am not like defending Steven's behavior. I think that it is absolutely reprehensible when you are, married you are called as a man to spiritually lead your wife and your kids and to be a good example and to love your wife like christ loves the church which is a lot it's a very self-sacrificial type of love and i did not see that exhibited in the video at all but i also think that some people have a point like when i posted that video everybody was like context 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 i think it is fair to, you know, maybe maybe his wife, Hillary, knew that it was being recorded and she was on her best behavior. Who knows? We don't know everything that's going on. That is why there are judges and people to figure this out. We don't need a court of public opinion. They're going to figure it out privately, which is what they should have done the whole time. But because we have decided to make it a public issue and to cancel Stephen and to make the conservative movement look like a bunch of hypocrites, uh, this is just where we are. And but, ugh, the whole thing is just you know like can we focus on bigger things but i guess we can't i guess we can't so that's 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 fun okay so i i don't know how y'all are gonna feel about me playing the video but i am gonna play the video because i want i want you all to hear what steven was you know how he was being to his wife i think that everybody i think both every side has a point i i really feel like every side has a point on this i say don't cancel steven have compassion pray for the guy um, recognize that he was in the wrong for how he treated his wife and also recognize that we shouldn't be spending so much of our energy even on this topic in general at all. Um, that is what Stephen probably wants us to do based on the fact that he's making it all public. But anyway, here's the video. I'm just going to let y'all listen. Form Formulate your own opinions. I'm always advocating for that. My opinion is that, you know, I shouldn't have to be doing this episode. But anyway, here we are. You need to pick up. I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. Here it is. 
There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You, you give up so easily. I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an impasse. Steven, no, we are at an impasse. Okay? I love you, but Steven, Steven, your abuse is sick. Your abuse watch it. is sick. Watch it. Fucking watch it. I'm going to let go. I'll get what you need to get. And I, I need some space. We need you to just talk and baby for a little bit. Okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I go, look, I need an A, B, C, and D, you just do this for about it. You go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. It's not fair. It's not fair, and it's disingenuous. Hillary, you're right. Right in the past. Become someone. Let's see me. Day in and day out. Worthy of a wife. No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get text what you need. I'll get you to you. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm, I'm not. Engaged. I'm not committed. Are you committed enough to do those things? You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you and committed to that. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. I need to walk the dogs. Are you committed enough to do those things? I. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm gonna walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication the dogs? Don't you take take that in? And then the video ends with a dramatic, um, a dramatic little, there's just words on it. We don't see this part, but it says, as the Crowders head inside, Stephen gets angrier and angrier and by his own admission screams, quote unquote, I will F you up uh, at his pregnant wife, Hillary, who then flees their home. So that's what is an extra little added thing. Um, so obviously, like, that was bad. We understand. We understand that it's indefensible how Stephen was treating his wife we get it but again divorce is messy it's mess. relationships are messy everything is messy when you are dealing with a divorce and you just need to understand that i mean everybody who was acting like you know this was just he's satan he's absolutely satan you if you have a relationship or have ever had a relationship, you understand that you get mad at each other. That happens. So I just, I don't like the demonization of Steven Crowder. It is indefensible, You sh meaning don't defend how he was treating his wife. But to act like, you know... Stephen is held to this perfection standard. I also think we need to step away from that. We can't expect people on the right to be perfect just because we're advocating for a better world. We are advocating for a better world, but we are not perfect people and we never will be. So again, I think that Stephen Crowder should have not treated his pregnant wife that way. I also think that we need to focus on bigger issues and that we can't expect perfection from everybody on the right. And I don't think that we should come out and attack each other every time we do something wrong and we are weakening our movement by doing that. So I am not saying that I defend Steven Crowder and how he has been acting. I think he has been acting very juvenile. I think he has been acting like somebody who is definitely going through something, but to have one of your ex colleagues, you know, Candace Owens call him Looney Tunes. Yeah. He's acting pretty crazy, but let's pray for the guy. Let's have compassion for the guy. Let's try to, you know, help him through this and get him back on the track of like telling people the truth instead of totally canceling him. I don't know why 
we have to totally cancel somebody just because they're not perfect. I mean, I, I look forward to all of the people who have been totally trying to cancel Steven to have their moment of disgrace and that, you know, everybody in the world gets to see it on a ring camera that's posted all over the internet. I hope that all of you get to experience that because I know that all of you guys are not as perfect as you are pretending that you are. Steven is not perfect. Nobody is perfect. But I do think that we should, I just feel like the response from the conservative movement should have been a little different. We can call people out, but it's better to do it privately and to, you know, really hope that they are actively trying to change than to just, you know, publicly shame them and try to cancel them into oblivion. So I don't know. Um, I don't have too much else to say about this. I really think that the, my main points that I want to get across on this episode are that the conservative movement has got to stop absolutely trying to cancel anyone who's pre-prescribed lines of like what they decide is, you know, okay and not okay. We all know that this was not okay, but I also am just really uncomfortable with the right uh, trying to cancel each other and trying to censor each other. Steven is obviously going down a bad business decision road. He doesn't have a very good strategy right now for standing on his own and being apart from the Daily Wire. And he's going through a lot of personal things and he's mentally not doing very well. But I just feel like we can, you know, ideally, and I know that Stephen pulled Candace into this whole conversation, but even still, can we not look at the guy and say, okay, he's really going through something. Pray for him. Talk to him privately. See if we can help somehow. And if we can't, and if he is absolutely just out of control because of his personal issues and everything else, then can we just like step back and let it play out? Like, why do we have to cancel, you know, if we cancel all of our voices that are getting the truth out to people, I mean, good luck with the culture war after that. Like, good luck. I, I mean, good luck. If all of the perfect people, all zero one of you, um, you know, good luck with that. Like, I, I really wish you guys the best. So this episode is coming off more like I'm defending Steven than I guess I thought that it was because I do think that it's indefensible how he was treating his family but I do think that we need to just really work on not canceling each other on the right when we you know mess up and being there for each other more privately um, the left wins because they stick together they stick together so well because they're they're very cultish in mentality and my book is all about how cults suck but you know there's something to be said for a team sticking together and being there for each other and dealing with issues privately so that we can all come out of it stronger together instead of just dogpiling as soon as somebody slips up in in any way and we've just got to stop doing that I'm, I'm talking to myself as well because like I've told you guys I have gone after people on the right too um, I have gotten in a big fight with Allie Beth Stuckey I have gotten into she blocked me actually um, but we just need to not alienate each other and we need to really be there for each other and we need to keep our eye on the bigger picture and not um, get sucked into these little immature interpersonal battles that are distracting us from, you know, making the changes that we claim to want to make. So again, Steven Crowder is going through it. He is acting very poorly. 
Um, he, you know, hopefully will get some help from the church. I hope that he goes and, you know, talks to a pastor and gets some help with his whole divorce. He, I don't know if he's going to do that because now he's decided to make everything public since the video came out. Um, but I do think that we just really need to have more compassion for each other, still sticking to our values and conviction and integrity, but trying to stick together more. The left really wins because they stick together really, really well. And if they foul up, they're there for each other and they and they get back on track. We don't do that on the right. And we've got to start doing that on the right if we're serious. Um, if we're serious about winning the culture war, it's just, it's, they don't even need to divide us and conquer us. We're dividing ourselves. Anyway, I think we should focus on better things and I think that we should pray for Stephen and his wife and his family and I think that if this happens again in the future, people just need to try to handle private matters privately. 